Real Business Owners. Welcome back to the Real Business Owners Podcast. Uh, this is episode 29. Damn, that's flo- flown by, huh? Flown? Flown? Yeah, it's just become part of the week, man. Damn. This is like one of our weekly things. It's, I actually look forward to this. Though. Yeah, I kind of yeah. do too. It's been... Uh, it's been good just to kind of have something to throw up your thoughts onto, you mm-hmm. know, on, onto a mic. But, guys, episode 29 is brought to you by Easier Accounting. Guys, we're a nationwide accounting firm. Make sure that you reach out to us if you have any bookkeeping needs, tax prep needs, tax planning needs, mm-hmm. uh, payroll needs, whatever it is. If you have a simple question, just send us a DM, and uh, we'll reply back and try to steer you in the right direction one way or another. Guys, today's episode is going to be um, – about sugarcoating shit. <laughs> you know, we, we believe that, uh, you know, Andy Fursell is doing this right now. He's kind of switching gears in terms of, you know, some of the stuff that he's doing in regards to the way society is today uh, yeah. and, and, and the victim mentality or entitlement mm. mentality. We and, talked about doing a whole freaking episode on entitlement one day. It, because it's it really is a problem. That was like, um, we never did do it, but a few months ago, I remember we were like, dude. We were so annoyed with some entitlement stuff that yeah, popped up. Th- that was I get, going on. I yeah. totally get Andy's like, frustration, dude. It's. I mean, he probably sees it to a whole nother level as you continue to level up. You probably, it's almost like. Well, he gets let, bombarded with it. Let, let's let's put it like this. Like, let's say you were in a hot air balloon and you were slowly leaving Earth. Your perspective gets wider and wider the higher that you go. He's so high up that his perspective is probably far greater than mm-hmm. maybe somebody that's living in a low frequency type life. And what I mean by that is somebody that just kind of wakes up, goes through the motions, shows up to work, goes home, and they don't really notice what's going on externally a lot because they're very, again, low frequency as in they're just kind of doing their thing on autopilot, right? Basically, we'll call it uh, sugar-coated society, right, (laughs) where everybody gets the participation trophy, all that good stuff, and we pat our kids on the back and tell them they did a good job even though they were the shittiest player on the team, you know, or whatever it is, and we want to build Johnny up or Billy up to make him feel good. And I actually really believe that that's a detriment uh, to their future Mm. because then they're going to feel like if they tried – it's just a good job, mm. which if you go out into the workforce and you try and you fall on your face and it's not a good job, you're not going to get good job, Tommy or yeah. Billy or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. And that their feelings could be hurt and they might feel – that's where the entitlement stuff starts happening, right? Yeah. Um, Dude, I actually um, – all that years of therapy I went through for parenting and mm-hmm. marriage and you know self-development and all that, yeah. praise – is the number one problem, man, when you're raising really? the kids. Like, the, as far as like developing those entitlement issues yeah. and all that stuff, because when you tell your kids, like, good job, man, like you pinned him, like yeah. the wrestling, or yeah. dude, I saw your home run, awesome, or whatever, it's yeah. like, it, it's basically like becomes almost a drug to them. Like, now they're just doing stuff for your praise versus them actually mm. internally feeling like proud of themselves. You know what I mean? I and so, you saying that. So that cool. what we had to learn and we had to practice it over and over again is you don't show that type of excitement or emotion. If your son hits a home run, for example, he's a baseball player and he yeah. comes to you excited, yeah. you can be excited with them and say, dude, awesome, man. How did that – how did it make you feel to hit that home run? You know, and so it starts training them at a very young age – to recognize to be like, their feelings, dude, that did feel awesome, you know. Now and that, and then they create their competitive nature and all that stuff because of how it makes them feel, not for how it makes your parents feel. Validation, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. yeah so, no. dude, there's a lot more to it, but yeah. that was just like one little thing that that is that's a hard thing for people to do. I still to this day catch myself like excited yeah. when my kid's the winner of something. Or, dude, we all do. You know, I don't yeah. give a shit who you are. We all do, but you know, and and again, it's. 
you catch yourself though, mm-hmm. right? In some cases, and then you know, and and when you told me that story, I do that now because I remember you telling me that story about the praise, praise, and then they're mm-hmm. wanting to do things for praise rather than doing things that make them feel good and doing it yeah. for the right reasons, right? And so, literally, because of that story. Uh, when something happens, I'm like, good job. That's great. How does that make you feel? Yeah. Does that feel good? Yeah. I ask him, does it? F- yeah, it feels good. Yeah. And, and the only reason why I do that is because of that story mm-hmm. that you had told me about praise versus asking them how they feel. Let them identify their feelings behind something great that they did. Yeah. Because people will stop and think about it, man. When I, even now to this day, when I get asked, like, dude, how did you feel about that? Yeah. It's like, hmm, how do I? Damn. And then I get to, like, sit on that for yeah. a second and, and identify how I felt about yeah, it. Damn, that did feel good. And, uh, dude, it's it's weird to do at first for a while because nobody likes that weird therapy kind of talk. Yeah. Like, how did that make you feel? Yeah. Like, it's kind of weird, right? Yeah. So you kind of got to be natural about yeah. it. And so, like, even now today, dude, like, Caden calls me up, like, dude, uh, um, Coach has asked me to play with the varsities because um, he's a freshman in college now. Yeah. They don't let the freshmen play very often, you know. So when he calls me up telling me, like, dude, they let me play at the varsity in the scrimmage today, and I was the only one that they've let do that. And I'm like, dude, that's awesome. How'd that feel, man? Like, so you got to yeah. kind of not make it weird, yeah. you know, and just like. Yeah. No, dude, I, I, let them I love that. How they feel I love it. that. Yeah. Um, because sometimes when you do something cool and you're noticing everybody else cheering you on, you're like, dude, that's badass. Everyone, you're, you're looking all external. Mm-hmm. You, you never take that moment to look inside. Yeah, and, and, and develops and, kind of egos yeah. and entitlements and all that stuff. Yep, yep. Um, the reality here, guys, is because people have grown up with a sugar-coated society or parents or whatever it is and how great they are. Tommy and Sally's just so awesome no matter what they do. That ugly drawing is so great. I don't I, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Like, just be honest. Yeah. Like, let's quit sugarcoating it and just say, <clears throat> hey, you did this really good. You know, uh, w- when you did this, did you notice how you were playing better when you were more aggressive? Yeah. You need to be like that more often because in this moment you got beat. Mm. Like let's let's start highlighting some of the things that people could do better because that's the real world. An employer will come to an employee and say, "Look, you're kind of falling short in these areas and we need you to step up." And maybe they're not going to go home and cry yeah. and say how shitty their boss is because they're highlighting maybe some of the things that they need to do better. Exactly. The problem with most employers or bosses they don't do a good job of showing appreciation. They do a great job of showing the shitty things that you do at work, right? Yeah. And we try to do a good job of appreciating the people that we have and, and showing that we appreciate them. But when you do that, that gives you the right to shine some light on some of the things that they're doing negative as yeah. well. And it doesn't hurt their feelings as much because you've already made a few deposits. And when yeah. you've made those deposits, you can actually take some withdrawals sometimes because there's there's equity in that. Yeah. You've built that equity up inside of your employee or inside of your kids. So when it's time to be honest, you can be honest without hurting their feelings. Yeah. Well, dude, and it's not doing them any favors. <laughs> it's not doing anybody any favors. It's not doing if anybody you, any favors, man. It, it's like, not doing the child favors. It's not doing the employee favor. It's not doing you any favors. There's two people in a situation where they're both underperforming. When yeah. you sugarcoat shit, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. As a parent, if you over-sugarcoat or an employer, you over-sugarcoat, then that will create the entitlement. Because how many times have we overcompensated somebody that's done really well as an employee adding sugar? Mm-hmm. And then what happens when they start falling off a little bit and then you you're say, well, you're not doing good. 
they don't know how to react they to don't. it because it's they they, they it's, crumble sometimes. They crumble. Yeah. They crumble because it's only been praise or it's, it's we've sugarcoated it so much. Let's just put it this way. A sugar-coated if your teeth are sugar-coated what happens? Creates they cavities. Yeah. It, they rot. Yeah. So let's just call it that way. If you over sugarcoat your kids or your employees, they're gonna rot. Yeah. That's we a good way we to have put it. a we have a cavity filled society at this point based upon how much sugarcoating has taken place yeah. in their upbringing. It's it's so much so that there's stress rooms inside of high schools so that kids don't stress out too much, you know. And it's just like. That is sugarcoat. That that's creating some sort of weird entitlement where that we're not teaching them how to deal with it. Don't deal with it. Go go off to the side and be at peace for a minute, and let's not handle it. Yeah. Why don't you have a class on teaching them that life's fucking tough, and you've <laughs> got to learn to deal with it? There's going to be problems and issues and deadlines and this and this and that. It bills. The mortgage doesn't give a shit about your feelings. They're still going to send you that bill every single month, whether your life is good or bad. And, dude, honestly, at the end of the day, you have to learn how to deal with hard truths. And exactly, I think that's why we get overwhelming amount of DMs from people being like, "Dude, just thanks for being real. Thanks for not sugarcoating. Yeah. Thanks for you know." We get messages like yeah. that. Uh, Trev gets a ton of that. He gets that feedback handling employees here, and you want to know why is because it's a hard truth because the person that has to take that they know it's a truth deep down, and they appreciate it most yeah. of the time after yeah. they've actually had the time to digest it or whatever. Dude, people are starving for that truth, man, because people want to grow and get better. And people have been, even if they've been sugarcoated and they do get offended easy and all this crap, like they know deep down when they screw up. And you're not doing them any favors by sugarcoating that for them. You know, like, it, not, not at all. Yeah. In, in reality, again, it's not doing them if it, you're actually hurting them. It's a negative, yeah. it's not a positive because let's be real. When I'm you, fat and out of shape, dude, and, and like even my wife's telling me, no, you look fine. You're overthinking it. I hate that shit. You Tell me it. I'm fucking fat and get my ass off the damn couch and go to the gym. No, you know, sure like, get Tell back into a better is. routine. You know yeah. what I mean? Hey, like, you, you looked better here at yeah. this point in time. I no. hated hearing that, dude. I hated when people would be like, no, dude, you're fine. You're overthinking. It's like, no, I know. And I know how I feel. I know yeah. how I look. Like, I didn't want to hear the fake bullshit i want to hear the truth and everybody does everybody wants to hear the truth sometimes they can't handle it but they appreciate it later exactly exactly (laughs) the harsh truths are the things that could redirect somebody's life for the better Mm -hmm. right if somebody states something that might hurt your feelings step back from that for a second and say is it true though yeah because Self-confidence comes from performing at a high level or mm-hmm. achieving things. Exactly. And when you're sugarcoating things and you're, and you're not telling people that they're underperforming or this, they know that they're underperforming and they go home and they, then they get, again, in the autopilot, just the routine and they're yeah. not achieving. You should be pushing your kids to pull something better out of them. Find what their best is. Yeah. Their employees, push them. Find what their best is because – as they're growing and evolving as a human being, they feel better about themselves understanding what they're capable of. Absolutely. And nobody will push themselves if they're just told good job forever. Exactly. Because they just don't they, – they think that they're doing good and they have no room for improvement. Yeah. And so the reality is, is guys, we do this with our family, our friends, our employees. Uh, I told you about the story about my cousin. Mm-hmm. You know, guys, a lot of people – 
Okay, I have a, a, a heavy past of drug addiction, right? That, that was an issue for me for a four-year period of time. I started smoking weed at 13, and you know, by the time I was 19, it evolved to a, a, a very heavy drug addiction where I was putting a needle in my arm on a day-to-day basis. But people avoid that. Yeah. Uh, people avoid the drug addict, right? They yeah. don't really want to sit down with the drug addict and say, dude, you got a problem. Pull your head out of your ass yeah. and get your life together. Yeah. They avoid it and hope that that individual figures it out for themselves because it's a touchy subject. You might hurt somebody's feelings. Yeah. You don't want to call somebody out. You don't want to be the asshole in the family yeah. or whatever it is. Tell me, please, right now, how that's helping anybody. Right. It's not. So I uh, a week ago, I see my cousin at a gas station and he's completely tweaked out of his mind and going crazy or whatever. And I'm like, holy shit, dude. Like, you had so much potential and you just, you just, yeah, he was still so gone. Good. I remember talking about it. Yeah. Him, I mean, you just was, ran into him at the gas station. Oh my God. I wish I wouldn't have. Uh, but it, it, it is what it is. And, and so I saw him make a post just the other night on Facebook and I, and I flat out said, bro, because I love you, get help. Yeah. I've already buried a friend just, just recently and it's not cool, dude. Yeah. But, People don't want to put themselves out there and be the person calling people out yeah. because they look like the asshole. Yeah. Some of the realest motherfuckers on earth get labeled as assholes, but they're just telling people how it is, not telling people what they want to hear. Exactly. And you know what? It's tough. It's, maybe, it doesn't help people. You know, and, and, you know, maybe people would get help sooner, dude. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, just talking about addiction, but yeah. all across the board, like, yeah. if, if everybody was just real, yeah. you know what everybody I mean? Everybody. is like, like, because, dude, if, if five people tell your cousin, like, get your shit, get together. Your shit together, but yeah. one person's like, you're fine, I know you're trying hard or whatever, yeah. like, then he feels like, okay, yeah, I can just, I can just stay here because they see I'm trying harder. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, they sugarcoat it. But me. the only time change happens is when somebody hits a low. Yeah. And in some cases, you've got to strike that nerve and you've got to say, dude, if if somebody that's – if I saw somebody and they're out of shape, you know, and I'm not saying I do this, but like imagine if everybody that saw them, they saw them year one and then on year two, they look completely different and they were out of shape. If everybody that they saw said, dude, I saw you you last year, you were in much better shape. What's going on, man? That would fucking sting and that would hurt. Yeah. But could that have been the catalyst to, for that individual to get back on track? It's helped me. The, dude, it, it's, it, 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 dude, I've it had to stings. hear things I don't like, you know? It, dude, it's the shit that stings that is the catalyst of change. Yeah. Like, let's be real. What about a financial situation and you get booted from your house or kicked out because you can't pay rent? Yeah. That's a very low point. That's a sting. Now, do the landlords give a shit? No, they don't. They're just being real. Look, dude, get the hell out of yeah. here. You can't pay your shit. Like, go go, go get yeah. a job and be real in society. And, and But and when they be, run to their friends friends and family and everything and they're like – bell them out. And they're like this. explaining how this landlord kicked them out what and it asshole. wasn't their fault because they yeah. can't take accountability. And then their friends jump on the bag when their family or their parents. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it, dude, that guy's just being a dick. He should have yeah. given you 10 more days to yeah. come up with rent or you know whatever the excuses are. Dude, you're not doing that guy any favors. Any favors. You know? That, like, that sometimes that moment might be the moment where they're like, damn, I'm sick of getting kicked out of places. I'm sick of it. Like, yeah. And that maybe is the catalyst of change for them to maybe change careers or do yeah. something or get off the couch or whatever it is. People but, need to be real, man. Like, dude, you probably brought it on yourself, dude. What did you do to put yourself in that situation? Quit owner, sugar it it comes, down to, comes down to ownership. But yeah. the problem is it's very hard to own shit that uh, – 
that you don't know is lacking because maybe in some cases people are that oblivious that yeah. they don't know they're lacking because nobody's telling them they're lacking. Yeah. You know, so they just show up, they go through the motions of doing their work at their job or, you know, their friend. In this day and age, the reason why there's people get offended so easily on Facebook or this or that because they've been told how great they are their entire life. And when somebody disagrees with them, now it's a complete argument rather than a conversation. Yeah. Now I hate you because you disagreed with me rather than, well, can I see that from somebody else's perspective? Right. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't agree with people at this point in time, then you automatically hate that person. Right. A Democrat hates Republicans. Republicans hate Democrats. That's just the way that it's been, right? I'm not trying to get into politics or whatever it is, but look, we label something as somebody and you automatically hate them. Like, I might not agree with, you know, somebody that likes pickles. I fucking hate pickles, you know, (laughs) but it shouldn't mean that I hate that person because they like it. Right. And that's that's the problem today is is we're drawing such hard lines of you're determining whether you like somebody or not like somebody based upon what they like or don't like rather than, you know, and, and I believe that that's happening because if somebody disagrees with you, if somebody tells you something other than what you want to hear. They're the problem. Yeah. It's not you. You're never the problem, right? Like we can all get along in this world and agree to disagree in many different areas. But the issue is, is when somebody disagrees, here comes the fucking mob. They're offended. Here co- they're offended. Dude, how dare you? Yeah. When a lot of shit that's going on right now, I really doubt somebody's coming out like I'm waking up today. Man, I'm going to offend the shit out of people today. Like that's not their intent behind what they're doing. And if that offended you, why did it offend you? Yeah. Maybe look internally. Why did it offend you? Like if I'm fucking 100 pounds overweight and somebody called me fat and I'm offended, let me sit back for a second and wonder why I'm offended. Well, fuck. I am overweight. Maybe I do need to do something about it. Or if somebody called me a broke piece of shit because yeah. I can't pay my bills and the landlord and kicked dude- me out. Maybe I am a broke piece of shit. Maybe there is something wrong with my mentality. Maybe I do need to change. Like, it's time for, if you hear something, not to get offended by it, but to reflect on it and and really decode that statement and say, and look inside, is there something there that that, that I didn't realize? Yeah. Can I be better at something that, that I didn't even realize that I was missing? You know, and, and, and I think people are doing a horrible job. They just project their insecurities by being offended. Yeah. Right? And, dude, honestly, you're really good at... at- you're actually really good at be- one of the best I've ever come across as far as letting people know um, and being real with people in a way that it it isn't like whether they get offended or not, it is their problem. But there is ways to do it, right? Like, yeah, you don't have to tell somebody like, dude, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. You could be like, well, dude, you know, like I'll, I'll give an example. Um, one of my family members mm-hmm. was talking to you and I mm. about how they keep losing their jobs. Mm. And you flat out said. Well, dude, as long as I've known you, have you ever worked at a job longer than two years? Two or years, yeah, or a year or two years. Whatever. Yeah, it was, it, and, and dude, that person had to sit there and think about it. I was like, dude, no, I haven't. And you were like, dude, maybe you need to start looking at your own patterns, mm-hmm. right? And, and dude, they they didn't get really that offended because in the way that you did it, but yeah. they they did actually take a little bit more accountability in that moment, and so. You know, I mean, you don't got to try and go be offensive to people. Well, you don't got to be. You, well, dude, you keep losing your job because you're a piece of shit. It's yeah. like, dude, the problem's you, man. You know, like, look at the pattern. 
in some, know, in and, some and cases, you did a really good job of not sugarcoating it to him. Yeah. Whereas I'm his family member, so I was kind of like, yeah, dude, I mean, I don't really do this. I don't really agree with you, bro. Like, you know, I am kind of <laughs> yeah. sugarcoating it yeah. because that person's closer to me than yeah. you. And so, yeah. dude, it is. It's a it's a big thing that people just need to be more real with each other, dude, because yeah. it is to more to that person's benefit. Yeah. And it's hard when they are a little bit closer to you or a family member. And it's why, like, a parent that is dealing with a drug addict, they're so afraid that that person might go do something to harm themselves that they sit or there and sugarcoat. push themselves away, yeah. Because they're they, closer to them. Yeah, so I agree. we as people in society, like, we need to be real with people because of that. Like, they're not – they are going to get sugarcoated by their mom because of that and their dad and stuff like that. So, dude, your friends and your employers, and dude, you got to be real with those people, yeah. man. Like, that they need help. They need to fix them. They need to take accountability. And in a business setting, like we have here, yeah. Yeah. like, dude, we have to be real with our employees. Yeah to get the most out of them and for them to get the most out of them. We're not doing them any favors by telling them like, dude, you know, like I understand why that, why you that slipped through the cracks or this or that, like you tried good effort. No, that's the, you know, you either did or didn't, you know, and let's find out why you didn't. The the idea is almost, it's the psychology of a counselor helping somebody realize that maybe they did screw up. Yeah. Or maybe it is on them. You know, so I didn't have to go out and say, hey, dude, hey, look, dumbass, you this or that or whatever. Like, I don't have to do that. I could say, you know, in, in case of, of your family member, I asked a few simple questions and said, well, I mean, the only person that's in each one of those scenarios is you. Yeah. You know, you, 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 could, you could talk about the, this employer, then this employer, then this employer, then this employer, but... If there's four or five different employers and the result ended the same in each one, maybe you went in and felt entitled too quick, too fast. And if they didn't get what you wanted, then you're done. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so the reality is it's their business. Yeah. It's not yours. And if you don't like the way something's done or the patterns that are happening with inside of your situation, go create something for yourself and manifest your own destiny yeah. rather than expecting somebody else to manifest your destiny or give you, you know, the keys to the car, so to speak, within six months of working for them. Yeah. You know, that just doesn't work like that, you know. Um, and, guys, if you are an employee, let's just let, – let, let's, let's bring some, some real value here to people that may be employees. Like, outwork your fucking paycheck. Yeah. Like, period. Like, somebody doesn't say, I'll have a championship work ethic after I win a championship. They put in all that work prior to the championship, and then they win a championship. Then they get paid like a champion. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. You don't get paid like a champion, and then you go win a champ. You know. So some people only work up to what they're getting paid. Well, you yeah. know, like how many times do you hear an employee say something like, well, "They don't pay me for that." Yeah, I don't get paid for I'm that. I'm going to do that. Yeah, extra work. Like the only reason, okay. the only reason why I'm be part- okay with staying where you are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're only going to do what you get paid for then you'll always just get what you're getting paid mm-hmm. for. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you have to increase productivity for a, a sustained period of time in order for that to show, and then the paycheck shows. Yeah. It's just the way it is. And, I, and I've always told your family member to uh, – this is what I've said every single time. Yeah. Make sure that if you ever leave working for them, that they feel it. Yeah, that they fill a void mm-hmm. that that you've created such a gap and such value within inside of their company that if you leave, 
that they will be affected with you not being around. And if your employer can just operate their business normally the very following day without you there, you're not as big of an asset as you think you are. Yeah. If they're, they're not going to go out of business because you because you're not there. Yeah. So you the entitlement stuff and trying to move up quick and this and I want this I want I want 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 want. Yeah. It's about doing the work true, and man. letting the work and the action produce the results because I promise you, if you create so much value with inside of a workplace, an employer will eventually fear losing you. Mm-hmm. And if they fear losing you, they're going to want to make sure that you're taken care of and your compensation will catch up to what you've been doing for that one year, two year, five year period with your mouth shut, showing up, going above and beyond. Absolutely. That's just the way it is. And that's what anybody should be doing. We should be doing that for our customers. Yeah. Right. And, and dude, the thing is, is especially with this individual, you know, like, dude, we love them. We do so much I wouldn't like, talent I, and potential. I, I wouldn't say it's it just if like I didn't. Some people just can't get through kind of that hard stuff, man, or, or they just can't handle the, the I don't know, the ego or entitlement or whatever it is, dude. It's just, but you have to get through the hard stuff and outwork your paycheck and you will be rewarded. The bottom line is, is you will be rewarded. So Again, it's not if, it's when. Yeah. Um, that, it doesn't happen overnight. That's well, the problem. A lot dude, of people are just like, dude, I've been doing that for like six months. Well, that's only six, six months. months? You know, you can't even have a child in that time frame. <laughs> like it takes nine months to bake a kid, you know. Yeah. So at the end of the day, too many people want too quick. And yeah. that goes with entrepreneurs. If their business isn't showing its true value within six months. Dude, I've talked to people like, ah, man, I've been doing this for, you know, three months now. And I just I'm not getting traction. I'm like three months yeah. or six months. I'm like, if you guys are watching our content or listening to any of the shit, we always say, you know, two to five years before it can show its true value, you know, in some cases, even longer. If you firmly believe in what you're doing, stick it out. But guys, the way to pull the best shit out of your employees and the way to have good friends and good relationships is just to be a real motherfucker. That's just what it is. Sometimes it is hard for people to hear it, man. Like I've, dude, I've seen it because Trev's really good at it. I've seen it over and over again. Like, dude, I've heard Trevor be really real with people at times. I'm like, damn, dude, I don't know. That guy's probably, you know. Next thing I know, they do they love you more than anybody, right? Because you helped them. You were real with them. Like, you helped them understand that they could do more. They are worth better, right? And so just by being real with them, man, like, I've seen those people come back to you. Like, I thought, oh, dude, that guy probably isn't like Trev after that, right? They like you even more. Yeah. You, well, what, what you're doing is why wouldn't you love somebody or care about somebody or respect somebody that's pulling – your best self out. Yeah. You, you should want I mean? people to be real with you and you should want to be real with people. Like if somebody sees something more in you than what you see in yourself and has a high expectation for you, that's not a bad thing. Right. That's a good thing because they, I do not have high expectations for low performing people and I can't get upset at low performing people not performing at a high level. Yeah. So I get frustrated when mistakes or this or that happen to a key player that I know that shit shouldn't happen with. You know, we've trusted you to do this, this, and this, and we expect you to perform, and you fell short. And the only reason why I'm pulling you aside to talk to you right now and be real with you about it is because, dude, that's not you. Yeah, I see more in you. Like, in this scenario, this scenario, you kicked ass, but, dude, you fell flat on your face right here. And that's not cool. It's not acceptable. And we expect more out of you based upon these scenarios. And people can walk out and be like, you know what? You're right. Yeah, they walk out with a little more self-worth, right? Yeah. Yeah. Knowing that... I mean, I would feel like shit if somebody didn't expect a lot out of me. Like, yeah. how can you have high self-worth when if nobody expects you to perform at a high level? Like, 
that's kind of like a, I mean, a, a badge of honor that that you're expected to perform at an elite level or high level because that means people see the value in you. Mm-hmm. If you're not being talked to in that type of a manner, then that's probably because people don't see shit in you. They don't exactly. expect shit out of you because they just think that you're a low frequency, low performer individual, human, right. whatever it is. Um, it's true, man. Damn, I felt like I was like talking really fast on that one today, <laughs> like moving my arms quick and shit. Like, I guess most people won't be seeing that unless they watch it on YouTube. But um, and be real, and yeah, and dude, and people should just continue to be real with their kids too, man. Like, I I had my son call me just the other night, dude. He's struggling. He doesn't know if he wants to do the whole college thing. He committed to going for a year, and I'm like, well, dude, you won't know until you give it your all. Yeah. And, dude, if you want to quit just because it's getting hard, you're probably going to quit a lot of things in your life. So if you set a goal to see it through for your first year to really determine and if this journey is for you or not, it's okay to quit things when you know it's not for yeah, you. But, but if you're going to quit just because it's hard, yeah. like, dude, you're probably going to quit a lot more things in life, and you're really never going to reach your full potential if you're just going to quit everything. So, and I told of, him that. Dude, a lot face. of shit's hard, dude. A and lot dude, of shit on earth is hard. I know life he's capable of getting through it even though it's hard. Yeah. I don't care if he does the college route or I don't care if he does the entrepreneur route or the sales route or whatever yeah. he chooses to do. Yeah. I just want him to do his best. And so – Sometimes it's hard to tell your kids that, man. It'd be really, I, I would love for my kid to come home. I miss him. Yeah. But I'm not going to sugarcoat shit for him yeah. so he'll come home. You it's, know, I want him to be yeah. a better human. Yeah. I want him to reach his full potential. So don't sugar show, sugarcoat, sugarcoat shit, shit people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, pe- people, need, people need to hear it. And like Kel said earlier, we get a lot of direct messages. Man, I, I love the, I mean, the, 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 this goes to what we've been stating yeah. this entire time. Um, I'm going to read a review because that's what we've been doing lately on, at the end of the podcast is reading a review. And this kind of goes exactly with what we're talking about. This is an addictive podcast. It's straight shooting. There's no BS and it's awesome and usable real information in life. And so that comes from D. Uh, oh, that's probably Danny Semick. Damn. That was the dude that reached out to me. Um, that was one of my brother's friends. Danny, what's up, brother? Oh, we appreciate right the we appreciate the review. That has to be you. Um, so I guess that's kind of like a cheated review because he kind of knows me from the past. But we had a <laughs> I know uh, who he is through friends too. Yeah, he's kind of from no, our he's, area, a, he's so. a cool ass dude and I've known him for years. He's one of my brother's good friends, and I got a random text message the other day saying, Man, I've listened to your stuff, it's kick ass. I you know, you guys are always positive and pushing and motivating and inspiring and and we get the no BS thing. And, and, and guys, because we're receiving so much of that, we know for a fact that's more – that, that's what society needs more of. Mm. All these people are thinking some of the same shit that we may be saying or doing or whatever. That's all we're doing, dude. And we're just being real We're just on, talking. On, and straight shooting yeah. things, dude. Yeah. Because we failed a lot and we've won a lot. And, yeah. and a lot of people have. We're just putting yeah. it out into the universe, yeah. man. That's all we're doing is being real. And that is the value. Well, the only reason why it resonates with somebody is because it's probably something that they've already thought about subconsciously yeah. or somewhere in the back of their mind. And when something resonates, it's because it's a thought that you've had, but you're hearing somebody else articulate it or yeah. state it in a certain way. And it resonates with you because it's meaningful, because it's something maybe deep down that you've thought about or subconsciously it's passed through your mind at one point or another. And, and at the end of the day, I mean, if somebody says... You know, dunking a basketball is awesome. That doesn't resonate with me because I'm five fucking seven. 
and yeah. and I don't know what that feels like, you know. So, uh, <laughs> so I can lower a rim on some of these for you. <laughs> some if of you the want eight, me to. eight footers, dude. Those are playing dunk. Those are even hard shit. for us, <laughs> yeah. dude. It feels bomb as shit though when you're <laughs> hanging from the rim like Shaq and shit, uh, heck yeah. uh, especially at five seven. So I guess it does kind of resonate now that I think about it. Just got to lower, but not on the ten foot, just on the on the eight foot. But yeah, but that is what the value is, man. So. You know, whether you're doing it with your friends, your family, your employees, on a podcast, if you're starting your own podcast, reciprocate it, man. That's what people want. Be Be real. real. Don't sugarcoat. Straight shoot. I think that's that's why we've had the success that we've had with real business owners on the Instagram page and on the podcast is because people vibe with it. They're starving with it for it, man, because it it isn't happening enough. That's what happened when we went to that event. Um, Sean Whalen said that on stage. He said that people are starving for truth. Yeah. You know, and uh, there's true. just there's just not enough of it in the world because everybody's sugarcoating it's shit. It's true, and we all know it, man. Yeah. Like, there's been times in my life where I didn't want to hear the truth and heard it, and it did sting. But, dude, I'm grateful for that now. Like, it can adjust the route that you were on or the path that totally, you were on, man. and it could reroute it to a better path. Absolutely. Now, and again, we're not saying to go out there and just be the, the, you know, the rowdiest asshole on the internet or in life, but... In some cases, you've got to say some real shit that might hurt somebody's feelings. Yeah. Um, you know, I tell my daughter, I don't give a shit if you win or lose a soccer game, but I do give a shit that you're trying 100% of the time, every second that you're out there. And if you're not trying, that's when I'm going to get very, very upset. Absolutely. I saw where you were lacking here, here, and here. And I all I care about is just giving it 100%. Yeah. And that's what's important. I'm just not sugarcoating it. Mm-hmm. Um, in some cases, very rarely. I'll have minor critique and say, man, that was a good-ass game. You killed it. And I'd say 80% of the time in the car ride home, I'm like, you can improve here, 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 here. Like, we need to start practicing on this. And and, and hopefully that being real and raw, when somebody critiques her when she's fucking 30 years old, she can hang. She's not going to get offended because the boss or somebody said, you know, you can improve here. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? Absolutely. And lastly... You don't have to rely on other people to be real. Like, you can be real with yourself, too, man. Like That's true. I did a video today on my personal page because yeah. I, I talked to a buddy uh, from the Arte Syndicate, and he's like, dude, what's your goals? Whatever, you know? And it's like, you know, because I, I wasn't really pushing at the gym today, man. I was just showing yeah. up. And yeah. showing up's a big part of it. But I was like, man, I just want to push harder at the gym. And people, you're already at the gym. You're already at work. You're already at your business. Already you're, in the game like, and sports, Why wouldn't whatever. you want to give it your 100%, man? Yeah. Like, you're already yeah. there. You're investing all your time, which yeah. is the most valuable thing that you have. Why yeah. don't you want to get the most out of it, right? And so I had to have that self-talk with myself today. Mm. I had to be real with myself. And so you don't have to rely on other people to be real with you, you know? Like, be real with yourself, too. Yeah, be real with yourself. Don't, you're don't be sugarcoat your own thoughts. Be real with other people, too. Don't sugarcoat your own thoughts. Yeah. When you're slaying exactly. and batting the alarms exactly going off. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? I've done good this week. I don't need to show up today. Yeah. That's sugarcoating your own thoughts and believing that you've done good so that you deserve time off. Yeah. Like, that's not a reward to take a step backwards. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's th- there is some self-aware shit that needs to happen. Yeah. And... Uh, it, the more self-aware you become, the better of an individual you are because you can call yourself out on some yeah, of the bullshit. the more real you can be with yourself, more yep. real you can be with others, and actually be a better person in society instead of sugarcoating. I think we touched on some good <laughs> shit. I think we touched on some good stuff today. Um, I, I guess our podcast is usually more so about business, but this was society, friends, family, and talking about employees and you know relationships mm-hmm. and partners. In some cases, partnerships. You know, yeah. having those tough conversations with business partners yeah. that sometimes have to happen if they're underperforming or whatever it is. You know, like 
sugarcoating it is not helping you because it, you know the resentment can happen yep. if you sugarcoat something like let's say even in a, in a marriage or relationship if you're just letting things slide you can build resentment to the point to where you have that blow up rather than just calling somebody out in those scenarios in a approachable way, not in a negative way, so to speak. So, 100%, man. Um, I, I hope you guys got value out of today's podcast. It was something that, uh, you know, entitlement, uh, victimhood, um, sugarcoat, like all of that stuff kind of really doesn't sit well with me or Kel. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had many of these entitlement conversations or I'm a victim conversation um, on long car rides or on planes and when we're traveling and stuff. And so, um, you know, we hope that you guys step up when the, when the time is right to call somebody out on their shit. But again, spin it in a positive way, letting them know that the only reason why that you feel like that they're not performing is because that, because you believe in them, yeah. not because that you think that they're a shitty person. And let's be real. I mean, people listen to this podcast because they want their business to improve and um, their life th- to this improve is something too. that will help your business improve. Absolutely. You know, be, Absolutely. Real, be real with yourself. Be real with people. I think I spit on the mic once or two times, you know, throughout it because I was like, I felt like I went hard a couple of times in the paint. Uh, <laughs> Anywho, guys, we appreciate you. Um, make sure that uh, you call yourself out when necessary. You build people up when it's when it's time to build people up. You make those deposits so that when it's time to call them out on their bullshit, there's something there to withdraw and uh, they don't get offended as easily because they're, it's coming from a person that's actually they know cares because they've built them up enough throughout the time that they've known them mm-hmm. that every so often they can call you out on your shit and there's plenty of equity there to do so. Yeah. And that individual just doesn't look at you like an asshole or a dickhead because the only thing you do is call them out on their shit and there's none of the build up. So make sure that you're building up before you ever try to tear down or call somebody out. And, and as long as you have that fair balance of building up as well as, 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 as telling them where they're underperforming, you'll you'll see quite the balance and you'll be able to pull the best out of out of human beings whether it's your family whether it's your friends whether it's your employees or whatever it is so guys we appreciate your support on instagram on facebook make sure if you uh like our shit to write us a review Mm -hmm. you know let us know that we're that we're doing a good job and and you could be one of the individuals that we read the review live on the podcast uh you know next week or whatever it is share it with a family or a friend and if you guys have a post that really resonates w- with you on Instagram or on Facebook or whatever, tag a friend, tag a family member, tag somebody else that you think that it can affect in a positive way, even if it is calling them out on their bullshit. <laughs> you know, basically what we're talking about here. Nobody needs the sugar coating in their life uh, because that would be a cavity filled life, a rotten life, so to speak. So right. guys, have a kick ass day. We appreciate you as always. Take Thanks. care.